0: So, interestingly, uh, you represent unemployed people. Yeah, correct. How many people do you actually uh, represent, you know, uh, this movement that you are head up? How many people, members, does it have?
1: All right. Um, the, firstly, we, we have an uh, unemployed youth movement across the country. Uh, you have unemployed youth movement in Joburg, you have unemployed movement in Devon. Uh, we are a loose network in the Eastern Cape, uh, in Fistig, et cetera. But we are a loose network. We don't constitute ourselves uh, on the basis of, of, of membership. That's number one. But number two, I think it's important to mention uh, that as we constitute ourselves into the assembly of the unemployed, we think we amplify the voice Uh, of over 9 million uh, people in this country that are unemployed. So we are amplifying their voice.
0: So, you know, that being said, of course, um, much is also being said about the fact that the unemployed will not be uh, represented in terms of uh, official participation at the summit. What's your take on that?
1: Well, I've I've got two things to say. The first one is uh, our government uh, throughout the world Uh, have become a contested terrain. Uh, On the one hand, you have the bosses, the captains of industry, uh, that will always want to capture your government. On the other hand, you have the unemployed and the poor and the workers that will always push the government, uh, that the government must adopt policies that are pro-poor, policies that are uh, pro-working class. So the government will always be that contested terrain, uh, bourgeois sitting to, to capture it. But the relief of the matter, what we are witnessing in the summit, is that we have the government that is under the tongue uh, of the bosses, that they have gathered here uh, in Milren, uh, Galaga, Galaga uh, Convention, uh, talking about the lives of the working class, talking about the lives of the unemployed and the poor. Yet the discussion, the discourse, the narrative will be that of the bosses uh, because they are dominating the discussion. Uh, they are here in numbers. Uh, so the unemployed is not here. So it, it tells you that it is under the thumb of the bosses. It is so unfortunate that this is the very same government that has been voted by the workers, the very same government that has been voted by the poor, the very same government that has been voted by the unemployed. But it does not derive its mandate and uh, from the workers and the unemployed. It does not listen to the workers and the unemployed, it listening to the bosses. That is the sad part. That is the very painful part, that you have the unemployed, not even on the periphery, just outside, uh, 200 meters away from the Galaga estate, protesting and and picketing, because they cannot be allowed to participate. Uh, So they are saying nothing about us without us. They are searching their humanity, They are saying you don't have to discuss about us as if we are not human beings. Because, again, it illustrates one point, that the government is concerned about the figure of the unemployment, the 27.2%. It's concerned about the figures over 9 million people that are unemployed. It does not put the faces into the figures, because if it was acknowledging that this is a human crisis, it is not a figure crisis, then it would involve the human beings Uh, those that bear the brand of unemployment.
0: Mm. It is painful, yeah. Ayanda, I hate to break it to you, but unfortunately uh, what you are saying should not happen is going to happen because you will not form part of those discussions. But what are your expectations all the same of what is going on there? Well, we
1: we have announced that it is a shame. We have announced that uh, whatever solutions and declarations that are coming out of this uh, conference uh, will be nothing uh, but false solution. Will be nothing but a far, uh, yeah.
0: All right, and and if I before I let you go, just how long have you been unemployed for?
1: Uh, I've been unemployed for as long as I can remember. Uh,
0: uh, for as long as you can remember, which is how mm-hmm. long mm-hmm. since you've left school or became, you know, uh, got into a situation where you needed employment. Uh, you could say it's over ten years. Oh, over ten years, and yes. any prospects as we speak right now?
1: Yeah, I mean, one has to live, one has to survive, one has to assert his humanity. Uh, I mean, like any other working class black person, you you develop skills and other mechanisms to live uh, because we are living. Uh, but it will get to a point one day where we will not uh, live in order to where we will not where we say the life of surviving. The life of desperation is no longer a, a proper life. Maybe that's the point where we'll decide to eat the boxes.
0: All right. uh, We'll leave it there. Thanks so much for speaking to us, Ayanda Kota, who is uh, the leader of the Unemployed People's Movement. And he says it's a very loosely constituted uh, body, but uh, representing unemployed people in various parts of the country. And uh, by his indication, they are some 200 meters away from where the conference is actually taking place, not allowed to participate in uh, this uh, morning's events or today and tomorrow's events. Our reporter Amina Akram is also attending uh, the job summit, so let's hear from her about what has happened so far. Amina, welcome. So, can you first explain to us uh, what is expected to happen at the summit this afternoon? Uh,
2: good day. Uh, good day, and good day to the listeners. Uh, basically, the two-day conference is not something that that government, labor, and business is going to have a resolution immediately. This is a process, so it's a discussion basically that's going to happen within the next two days, where they're going to sign an agreement. Uh, the agreement document is about 120 pages that outlines the most important uh, sectors within the economy, where they have identified where they could create jobs, like for instance, agriculture, manufacturing, and the tax incentives for, for for business. You know, in terms of. Creating, giving the youth um, employment opportunities. So at the end of the second day, it's expected that some sort of like a job summit agreement will be signed, and and um, obviously agreed upon between labor, business, and government. Remember that this is not something that's happening today. These negotiations. Uh, in terms of the unemployment crisis is something that has been taking place between the presidency under the NEDLAC umbrella and obviously with different business organizations. Uh, But one thing that the analysts have actually pinpointed is that, you know, you've got the government, business community, and the labor, but there hasn't been a center uh, where the youth is really represented. They do say that the youth is represented under the community, But taking into consideration that unemployment, the bulk of it being almost 60% youth, they should be having a louder voice at this conference. And that's something a lot of people have pointed
0: at. No youth and, of course, uh, no unemployed people. Uh, Two huge constituencies, uh, Saftu, were also complaining that uh, given that the statistics seem to point that COSATU is becoming more and more a public sector union, uh, they will not be participating because they felt somehow slighted through all of this. So um, is there any acknowledgement that there are perhaps major voices that will be missing during the summit?
2: Yes, obviously. Um, if you look at the program and then you basically look at what are the, the, the discussions that have been going on, one of the things that Labor doesn't seem to agree with business is the issue of retrenchment and the section 189. Uh, the economy is not doing well. There is businesses that are saying that we are retrenching based on the fact that you know, our businesses are declining, our profits are declining. So we we, we do have a right under the Section 189 to dismiss people. So the unions are saying that, you know, there's a job bloodbath in the country, and this is something that should be urgently addressed. But businesses are saying, you know, this thing was thrown out under the net-like discussions, and it's being dealt with in a different um, setting altogether. So obviously there are some agreements that there are some agreements that obviously will be signed, and others which will not be signed because you know under the current economic uh, climate, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, discontent in all you know just, just between labor business and government and I'm sure they have but they have to come and uh, they have to come into an agreement as to what they need to find and what they do not- what they cannot find, and in terms of putting the realities of basically where we are from an economic perspective. The country is currently at a technical recession and the the, the, out, the outlook for the next six, six to eight months with elections happening next year and the RAND weakening there isn't really high expectations that the economy will sort of, you know, pull its weight back. But, um, you know, they are saying that given these tough economic climate conditions, we need to come to some sort of an agreement. and find these things and see which sexes need to do what.